0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to River City Media Special Edition on off the record. Really, we we might as well be the Sylvania football show off the record because we we ride with the Rams, and everybody knows that this guy here was with us earlier this year. And we just want to welcome back Coach Tyler. Van. been a heck of a journey this year, Coach Man.
1: Yeah, it's been a up and down mostly up but uh when our downs we was uh the last downs one that's gonna that hurt the most and hopefully one that you know uh, kind of drives the the work ethic from from now until you know august 26th when we play again and um, but you know i enjoyed it These group of seniors that led this program this year couldn't have done it without them guys and this football team they led us and, I'm proud of them. They worked hard from the day I got here and, and we're going to miss them. We're going to have to replace them uh, as everybody has to replace seniors every year. But um, this is a special group to me and you know, I promise you this program's will miss them. But uh, they made us better. Uh, I think it's the start of something special here at Sylvania. And I, like I told them, you know, one, we're going to win the state championship, hopefully sooner rather than later. And, and they was the start of that. So I'm proud of what they was able to accomplish this year.
0: Coach, I remember the scene in the program, that movie that was so good at the end of it. And also in a Friday Night Lights, the coach literally after the last ball game walks up to his depth chart, starts taking names down. How soon do you start laying out a depth chart for 2022?
1: I, mean, I started on Monday, the next <laughs> Monday afterwards. But it's, it's just me preparing for what we got to get ready for. Need to step into what role? Um, it's definitely not easy taking guys off the off the, out of the locker room and, and taking their name down, but uh, they left their mark, you know, more than on their mm-hmm. roster. Uh, so,
0: Howie, uh, you got to see all ten games this year. What, what would you ask, Coach? What's the difference between Week One and Week Eleven? Thir- uh, what did you see that you would you would ask, Coach, Depp, the difference in the team?
2: You know, he just uh, <clears throat> the team just seemed like it built confidence throughout the year. Uh, you know, you start off 14 down 14 nothing against sacks after what I think four minutes, and from that point on, it's it, it's odd to say, but it just seemed like they built confidence from there on.
1: I agree. Uh, we that game opened and dry, we. <laughs> a pick six there on the ball that made, it was a little bit overthrown a little high and maybe four could have caught it i don't know they argue about that them two do uh but nonetheless the ball was intercepted and, and and it was a pick six and then later the next next drive we punt it they score you know and then we actually go down 21 nothing the next drive we break a long run get inside the 10-yard line and we fumble the football they get it we hold them to a third and 12 and uh snaps roll back there for sacks sacks quarterback does a good job of, of scrambling and they throw it over our head for a 7 yard touchdown put them up 21 nothing but from that point on um it's something that that any coach wants to say they just fall you know that's something we talked about in the weight room all summer like you you have to just keep fighting it doesn't matter what the last play happened and i told them at all year it's in the play-by-play it was one of their sayings it's in the past you know you throw an interception now uh, you can't change it. You fumble the ball, you can't change it. You make a great play, you can't – it's it's over. It's about the next play. Um, and, and I thought our guys did a good job of that uh, that game. And I think it just kind of showed the identity of this football team. They they just kept fighting. It didn't matter the circumstance. It sounds like you've got you.
2: something. I'm sorry about that, Randall. It, it, it seems like you got something. What uh, When I was helping coach and everything or, or doing some coaching, I call it the M&Ms. If you mess up, make up for it. Right. You know, and uh, you know, it, you you got to you got to instill that in the player's head that hey, if you mess up, it ain't the end of the world. You got to live to see another day. So make up for that play.
1: Right. And That's that. I think you're right on that because we, I try to instill confidence in the players. Like I'm gonna get onto them. I'm gonna correct them, and at the, at the end of the day, I want them to believe they can do it. And I don't want them in the middle of the game looking over their shoulder going, how bad is Coach Van about to, to ring me out for, for what I did? I want them to understand that, yeah, I may be mad I'm going to get on to you, but I believe you're going to make the next play. I know you're going to make the next one. Just don't, you know, don't don't worry about the last one because you can't change it. It's over with. So. Yeah. Coach, uh,
0: before we get off of this, we don't want to spend the whole night on one game. I've heard different philosophies from Coach. Uh, I, you know, I, we know that I'm the voice of South or uh, Squatchy County. We open up with South Pittsburgh every year. And I feel like our kids, even though South Pittsburgh, traditional state finalists, I think our kids, a lot of times come out with some confidence by, by lying. In. It's not going to get no tougher than this. You think your kids, even after being down 21, nothing learn something about, Hey, we can play with anybody in the second half of that game.
1: I think that was the start of it. Uh, I, re- I do. I think that was the beginning of of believing in themselves, knowing that they can play with anybody as long as you just fight every, every single play. It ain't always about who has the most talent, who's the strongest. Uh, most of the time it's just about who has the most heart. And then you add strength and you add talent to that, uh, that's when you can become special. But uh, you can't, you know, you don't teach heart. you got to have heart. you got to bring effort. Effort's not something you can. You're not born with. You need to teach yourself to have effort. Like I can't force you to have effort. I can sit you on the sideline, um, but that's between you and you. And uh, I think our guys done a good job of just pushing each other and, and getting better every, every day, every Friday night, and we got better each week. But that was the start of uh, of learning who we were. That we opened up with sacks again this year. So. But, no, yeah. I-
2: uh, you know, I, I was on the sideline, and being down the 21 <clears> nothing. <throat> a lot of teams and a lot of people on the bench would kind of drop their head. i never seen your team drop their head. The further behind you got, the more encouragement that their teammates was giving them, and that's something you don't see a whole lot of.
1: No, and I think that's a contribute to these seniors and, and what they were able to do this year leading, leading this football team. And Dallas Hughes, Brody Smith uh, – Sawyer Hughes. You know, you got Brody Smith and Sawyer Hughes, both captains of the football team, and both going to be on the captain wall in here for, for as long as I'm here. And hopefully that captain wall continues. But um, I think it's a contribute to these seniors and and how we practice and how we weightlift every day and what we do in the offseason. I think it's all contribute to how them seniors lead them every day.
0: Coach, game two, you score 50 on Sardis, you start getting some things right. And then what everybody hated this year, you're one and one after that big victory at Florida. You get game canceled with COVID. What was, after the win at Florida, what was that week like not having football for? Not a game to prepare for on Friday night.
1: It was, it was pretty... <laughs> It's tough for the players. We don't like bye weeks, period. Um, I'm them, I like to to have week zero off and play one through ten. That's how it was when I played in high school. Anyways, I don't, that off week's good some sometimes. And with the region we got this this year, it'd probably be good to have an off week in there somewhere in the middle of it. But um, now that off week we got better. Um, you know, it was about us. I told them we got to get prepared for five. because five was coming up after that, I believe. So we just focused on us. So, uh, we – same schedule, same Monday, same Tuesday, same Wednesday, same Thursday, and we scrimmaged on Friday uh, during, you know, athletics. We didn't stay too long, but um, we try to make it as normal as possible for the week, and we just you know, was preparing for five, to be honest.
0: And breaking down that Sardis film, it did you get more of your offense in every week? Because, you know, we got – you got a short spring. You got a short prep period. Did you feel like as the year went on, you grew your offense a little bit, or did you stay with that base we talk about at the beginning of the season?
1: Yeah, I think I think that made us better. We grew as the year went on. We was always adding stuff, and but also just trying to get better at our base. And I think the biggest thing that changed from week, you know, the the week we went over to D A R and played at Jamboree, where a lot of people may be like, oh crap, but um, I may have been the only one not worried about it, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I think our guys just gained confidence in what we were doing as far as up front skill-wise. And they just become more comfortable in playing in the offense and within the offense. And, and we had a quarterback who settled in and played good football throughout the year. I threw for 2,200 yards and um, they get, got better up front every week. And uh, I think Sardis game was the beginning of them. But like sacks, they just started getting more comfortable in that show throughout the year.
0: All right, Howie, we got into the next game, game four. Before I sent you a a text, Coach, I still think it was one of my better texts of the year where I talked about the brothers fighting. You know, uh, for Howie and I, we're actually in the booth or he's doing stats and we're texting scores back and forth. I I got more score updates from five Sylvania than I did the other nine combined. What a football game it was. and Howie you, you saw the game, I let you ask the questions, but I felt like that was a, a huge moment for
2: this football team. You know, with five coming in, two time defending state champions, you get down early. I think it was well, he's down sixteen nothing off the bat. Go back to the bench part there. Most teams been down to a state championship team I thought would have their heads down. But when, when five scored that second touchdown, went for two and got it, they came off the uh, field. Mm-hmm. Your bench was—I I don't want to say they erupted, but they're like, "All right, guys, we got this. We're kind of got them where we want them at now." And it was—it was like a confidence that I've never saw before with a team that was, you know, that could have easily just folded.
1: Oh right, and uh, actually we got the ball first, drove down, went seven nothing, then they went on that sixteen 0 scoring round where they went up 16-7 so the, they were 16 unanswered and, and at that point you know a lot of people like you said would question whether they're going to keep fighting or because five has that effect where uh, I think the biggest difference in five football team is they just keep playing like the next down doesn't matter they want to stay championship against Montgomery Catholic I think it all went back to five was five all night Montgomery Catholic got up maybe got a little too hot but five just continued to be five and and I thought that we just had to continue just to play our football. And we uh, struggled to run the football in that game, and I, that was the difference. They was able to give us a five-man box. We still weren't able to to do a lot up front. I thought, you know, we got better as the year went on. But at that <clears throat> at that point, Austin Mulligan and Dukes at, at ends gave us a lot of trouble. We was able to throw it early, um, and we kind of got them out of some of their cover three stuff. And you know, we had some drop passes. We had some missed cuts. We had some missed blocks, and we had. You know, and, and they had their miscues, too. They didn't play very well either that night. But um, I thought it was two teams that left it all out there, though, and, and we just came up a little short. But gained a little bit of confidence nonetheless. You never want to have any moral victories. I didn't count as as moral victories. And, and if you walked in our locker room after the game, uh, you, you wouldn't have said it was a moral victory. We just, it was hurt. It was upset. But at the same time, we understood that we just got to continue to get better and, and try to play them again.
0: Coach, and we've talked about it. I keep saying this is big, this is big. We've talked about two football teams that are two football games that came up alongside of the score. But the reason it was big is what happens next. I think at, four, at two and two after four games, the next six games, you set a pace not only for this year, but hopefully for the coming year of what five football could do. And you beat some good football teams, played some good football teams. But really starting the next week at Collinsville, you really kind of put the hammer down there for a little bit of a run. Uh, 35-7 over at Collinsville, now you're feeling a little better, aren't you?
1: Yeah, feeling better. And that 35 coming a quarter and I think, about four minutes, we pulled everybody and we didn't score again, which our young guys needed reps. And our young guys, we, we got better that night, but we were – we learned a lot on film for younger guys than that. But our first group came out ready to go and, and put up quick points. Defense stood up, and, and, you know, I think it was just confidence kind of spewing over at that point. And I just helped it. Um, it was a fun night. You know, you had guys, seniors, that had some big nights that night. Uh, it was it was enjoyable. I promise you it's a whole lot more enjoyable when you're up big and you can kind of relax just a little bit on the sideline uh, for after the, the four games we had.
0: How you texted me that night as I was leaving the booth and gave me the score, and you used the words you felt like you, you saw something different. What did you see in that game that made you text me and say that, hey, we Slovenia looked good tonight. Was it an execution, or did you feel like things were coming together? You
2: know, it, to me, it just seemed like everything started coming together because after that. I know, Coach, don't want to use the moral victory, but after playing five as close as they have, um, you know, it seemed like it just – their confidence was right here. Then after the five game, it seemed like it just went right here. Most time after a loss, you t- you know, your confidence drops, but it was right the opposite playing that close as five because they knew, hey, if we played with the two-time defending state champs, we can play with anybody. And it seemed like it just changed after the five game.
1: I agree. And confidence confidential. You saw it. You could see it in them. And, and they was already believed in, in themselves, but that just helped them that much more. They just knew that, you know, you just play hard. Uh, give everything you got. And do your assignment. Uh, hopefully everything turns out. Uh, and I was proud of them. And kind of rolled us over in the rest of the season. Mm-hmm.
0: Coach, um, yeah, and then you went to Asbury. Uh, you scored 35 at Collinsville. Go Asbury. Get to play young people again. Score forty-nine, two weeks in a row. How much did you add or take away from those two weeks to your plan?
1: Uh, we worked a lot on on us uh, getting better. That we, we was worried about the opponent, and but offensively, we worked a lot on uh, what we needed to do in the pass game to get better. Pass protection was a big uh, key during that time. Just getting more protections in and them understanding. Why we call it? How we call it? Who we call it to? Um, them two weeks was big for that, and then just getting the running game going, going because we was able to run the football pretty well against some two football teams after struggling to do so against five. So that was another thing that kind of got our O line confidence, got our pass pro confidence. You know, O line all together, quarterback calling out pass protection, all that, and then on defense, just preparing. We, we had prepared the same for Raspberry and Consul, but, uh We took strides, I thought, focused on tackling
2: on defense because we kind of struggled with that sacks. Not five. I thought we tackled well against five. You know, let's go back to the Asbury and Collinsville Collinsville games for a second. You got big leads and you was able to rest your starters, but get them some reps as well. How big of an effect do you think that, uh, you know, took as far as when – because you're fixing to hit the hard part of your schedule where they're going to have to play a lot of games – did you think that paid off by giving them some reps plus a lot
1: of rest? Yeah, did. Hey, giving them time off is kind of. You look at it both ways. It kind of hurts you that they didn't get as many reps as they did, but at the same time, it helps you because they got reps and they got to rest, stay healthy, and get ready for. Because we was about to play. What was it? Plainview or Geraldine Plainview? Uh, back to back coming up, so uh, it was good to have that rest to get ready for. Like you said. Uh, kind of big part of our schedule not counting
0: you know five coach you took you took you took words out of my mouth the next two weeks well first of all your district your region is a, it was a tough region there were good football teams in that region uh, and, and one of them that I think maybe everybody don't know how good they were but I think ever uh, you and I how we would recognize but the victory over Geraldine, Really, it got my attention. Where I went, uh, hold on now, hold on. The football team, and then I started texting Howie," and he was like, Geraldine's really good too." That 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 was a that was kind of a proven ground for Pennsylvania.
1: Right, Geraldine, uh, I was worried about that game. <laughs> Not from the standpoint of you know scared to lose, but I was worried about what we're gonna have to do to win it. Uh, preparing for them because they're a good football team, a well coached football team. Um, our guys come out ready. You know, you challenge them. Uh, they're going to accept the challenge, and, and we challenge them on defense to match them physicality-wise because they're a physical football team. They run the ball at you. Uh, they throw the ball more than five throws the ball. So they give you the that same type of offense, but they stretch the field with you so you don't have to be good on the back end as much as you are on the front. And, and our defense played really well, and our old line played pretty stinking good. Didn't we? we didn't throw it too much. Uh, Preston. Uh, Graham for us, he, he had a great game for us that was pressing Doran at the time, but he had a really good game for us that night. As we won WQSB player of the week uh, that week, um, rushed the ball for like 173 or something like that. But uh, we didn't throw it as much. We ran the ball, and, and but three did make some big plays in, in the past game that kind of uh, we answered. We If it was not for special teams during that game, I, I thought we could have controlled it a little better. It kind of got, a little crazy there at times, but it was because we was allowing them to get the ball at the forty. If not, they, I mean, they scored on one, and uh I think that was one of the turning points in that football game. Was they scored? We scored. We kicked it off. They returned it for a touchdown. So when they kicked it back off, we scored on the first play. So it was like three scoring plays, pretty back to back to back. But that was that was one of the big turning points in the game. Was was able to answer that that kick return But uh we're going to drill. Special teams a little different next year. That's, that's on my list of things to get better. I can promise you. We have already been meeting on that, but uh, we're we'll gonna get To
0: yourself, because that was my next question. <clears throat> if, with, with you know, we you came over kind of late spring. With what the knowledge of being there for this year, you've already said special teams. Is there anything else that you put in your head during the year? Mental note: When I get to spring, I'm gonna work this until I feel comfortable with it.
1: Special teams are the big one. Um, you know, pass coverage is another one, how we're we going, you know. But that was the biggest one, you know, special teams, because we struggled in, in a few phases of special teams that, you know, good football teams need to be good at all three phases. We we can't lack in one phase of the, of the game and expect to win big games. Uh, we paid game. We gave up a point return for a touchdown. Uh, like it, it hurt us all year. Our defense was guard, defending 50 yards rather than, 75 yards, because I felt like if we was defending 75 yards all year, uh, <laughs> we'd have been real tough to beat against anybody because our defense was pretty good, especially up front. And I think that's going to be the same next year. I think we're going to be good up front. Um, but we're going to drill. like We're going to do things different on special teams. We talked about spend more time on special teams and, and and drill a little bit different because you know if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. If we tell the kids that, then we as coaches got to do the same. we got to continue to get better. And that's in all three phases of the game.
0: Coach, it's um, a crazy question, but I always and I always ask every coach this way at some point. How do you find your place, kicker and Punter? Was it just an open addition, or are these kids that came with kicking experience?
1: I wish that was good. That was tough this year. We, we opened the year uh, against Saks, which could have been a difference maker. You know, we, we end up having an eighth grader, Connor Andretti, who kicked for us, I guess, three-quarters of the year. but. To start with, we didn't really have a kicker. We was trying different people. I uh, couldn't really find one. So we was going for two against Sachs, Um, which in turn kind of hurt us because when we was going for two, we, we was going for two to tie the game after being down 21 nothing. come up short, Um, and it could have been a different game if we had tied it. Although they did have a defensive holding that they missed. I can give you every missed call that we had this year. That's just how I am. But um, they may not have missed it. In my opinion, they missed it. But. You know, having Connor Andretti come in as an eighth grader, you know, he, he played junior high, he kicked at the start of practice for us, and then he would, you know, be gone because junior high we did there in school. But he did a he did a really good job for us. I bet his percentage was high. I don't know the exact number, but he made a lot of extra points for us. It changed it when he came in. And he's just an eighth grader, so we're going to have him for four years. So I ain't got to worry too much about
0: nice. places.
1: Is he going
0: to be your partner, too, or do you know yet?
1: No, we got a partner, he's at Drennan Townsville, he'll be a junior. He, uh, he's booting it well, he's getting better. and He works on it all the time. He's always out there right now. He, he don't play basketball, so he's still working. He wants to be good. Um, so, hunter, kicker, hopefully we get Connor and Dreddy booting it through the end zone so we ain't even got to worry about covering too much. No. Uh,
0: now you got any questions, what we get? We're going to be stuck on the next one a little while. You got anything when we get there?
2: No, uh, just like Coach said, <clears throat> they gave up uh, probably more points on special teams most games than uh, the defense actually did because of you know just you know struggles there early on. But uh, they got that fixed roughly around this area after the Geraldine game. It seemed like it was a lot better than it was the first part of the season. So I
0: think week one before we did. Get- we uh did our first interview there's three games that i've called my life i consider beyond special That berrien county south pittsburgh sequocha county Bledsoe, and the third one is Plain plainview that, that those are the three robbery games that i've showed up at and you just you get a different feeling walking in coach and, and this one was big uh you come off a very physical Geraldine team, and you got playing D. Were you nicked up? Were you banged up from Geraldine? Did your team just go, I don't care, it's playing D week?
1: We were banged up. I think Sidney Decker, that was a week I think he kind of retweets his ankle. Um, he set out. I want to say he set out three days, Monday through Wednesday. We didn't have him back to walkthrough day. Um, and he was one of our better. He was our better. He's a really good tackle for us, being A senior leader, and a really good defensive end for us. Didn't play a lot of defensive end throughout the game, and we was able to get him out. So I mean, I don't even think he started at the because of it. But um, coming off that Geraldine game, not only was it a physical game, and we sustained a few—I wouldn't say injuries—was one injury and a bunch of guys just hurt, banged up. Um, and being a big win, us as a team and coaching staff knew how big of a win that was for us. And uh, so it was. Reel that back in, and, and gladly it was View that week. It wasn't hard to reel them back in for Plainview because, you know, that's Sylvania playing View. We want to beat them every chance we can, and, and they have a good coach and staff. Coach better does a really good job over there. So that's a, that's a huge win for us.
0: Allie, being at the game, is there a point, in, and I think in the four View games I called, there was a point where you could just see one team's will kind of take over. And that's the kind of game it is. It's a game of smash mouth lineup. Was there a point when you were watching the game you went, okay, they're kind of imposing their will at this point, or was there a moment that sticks out in
2: I was just opening kickoff. Savanya so came out ready to play. I mean, uh, the score didn't indicate how bad of that Savanya so really beat him because of You know, Coach Van put in some of his subs and them getting a couple quick scores there toward the very end to make the score look a little bit more respectable. But to me, uh, I've it's very seldom do I see a Savannah playing a game where it's like, hey, this is not really in doubt because Savannah just flexed her muscle from the get go. Now, Coach Van may think totally different about that, but uh, uh, to me, that's what it was. It's just basically from the get go,
1: yeah we coming up coming off, like I said, coming off that journey again, which is a big win. we come in the view that Friday night. I think from opening kickoff, I'll talk to you about our uh, special team struggles. We, we tackled them, I think, first time finally at around the 25, thank goodness. So, and then, then we was able to get a stop after a first down or two, and then offensively, we was able to get going a little bit early and, and take advantage on the back end of things. We, we threw the ball well, that not. And then it kind of opened up the run game. And two six or Styles Hughes. Sorry, I don't know the numbers. Uh, Styles Hughes and and three and twenty three all went to work, and, and I was proud of them. It was a, it was a fun night, you know. Back to back games. I think it really showed how our defensive line uh, and how much they mean to us. Our deep front, and core, and then our corner safeties, of course. But our front seven uh, was really good this year, and, and they got better. And I think we we're going to be better next year. We're going to work to be better, anyways, but.
0: Coach I have interviewed you enough now that you're getting the questions before I even ask them. That was the next question I was gonna ask. What group did you see that growth maturation? And you just said the front seven. Was it the physical thing, the Geraldine? Was it just confidence? What grew that group together?
1: Uh that Jordan game was, was a big one. Uh just being in the we play a lot of physical games in our region with, with five Geraldine and playing last year. And it's going to be the same way this year in this region we're playing in. It's some smashmouth Smash Mouth Football. we got a bunch of teams that just want to run the football right at you. And then there's a little mix of some spread teams um, like ourselves, but um, we don't have to... I'm sorry, I just got a phone call. I got me off track, but... Um, that was, I think, playing in a physical game, you know, as many times as we do, uh, with teams that just want to run the ball at you, um, really have their front seven because we're a physical football team. Uh, we pride, pride ourselves in being physical and uh, how we practice and how we do other things. So uh, that front seven with the leadership of 26 at Mike linebacker that was a big deal. And, you know, there's always – I was talking to the staff the other day. There's always a player or a couple of players that really just – you go into the year, you expect something out of them. But they kinda of overstep your expectations as a kid. Like there's always that kid that kinda of goes above and beyond of what you thought he could do and he helps his team and that guy this year for us was Leo Kirby. That dude he he played well for us, he played sound for us some and uh read real well, tackled better than we thought he was gonna tackle and he just continued to get better. Um and he's gonna be a vital part of our defense in the next two years and, and I'm proud of him. And he's just one of a few but uh that front seven—that's really what brought us all together, really. Leo, being what we didn't think he could, being that young, um, and and really getting as many snaps as he did. As, he didn't get many snaps as a freshman the year before I got here, so he was getting a lot more snaps. And he it had, had in the varsity game, but he stepped up. And I was proud of it.
0: That's one of the things you talked about before week or week one was how young your defense was. Did <clears throat> by this point, the plane game sophomores are playing like juniors freshmen like sophomores do you see that you see that growth um coach are they something that happened playing you week that will be your memory for you ever I mean is it just your first win first year as a head coach at sylvania what was that moment that kind of went hey I'm head coach to Sylvania and we just beat playing you uh, I think when
1: the horn blew I was too I was really happy like uh, Cheney said, "I was. We had the game under control, uh, completely under control. I subbed. Um, they scored. And you know, I've had some guys subbed on offense, and we ensued to fumble the football, um, which was Coach Van's fault probably because I told the running back as he went out there, it's like they say you ain't supposed to tell a pitcher, hey, don't throw it inside right here. The dude can hit an inside fastball. I told him don't fumble and." then he fumbled. So it's probably Coach Man's fault he did that. I just want him to hold on the football. But uh, then they, they turned around and scored again. Uh, we was able to get the onside kick. But um, that kind of took the little bit out of it. But guess what? We, we still won. We still beat Plainview. And it's always a good day when you can find a way to beat Plainview. Um,
0: Coach, that, that's great. I mean, I just, sorry to interrupt you, but you said something right there. You, you didn't real you didn't react till you the horn went off how about the kids what was the locker room like i mean they it's not just no not nuts. Fun. It,
1: locker room is fun after every win but it, after big wins like geraldine and and uh Plainview, uh it's a little bit more special yeah
0: well coach just one more question we'll move on i got the times journal that week. read the article and I, I was just wondering why your staff are always right, but the Times Journal gets them wrong every week.
1: Yeah, you, you I don't know. know. They added some. Wasn't that the week they added some yards? Yeah, that's, that's
0: the week that they <laughs> had more yards.
1: <laughs> hey, hey don't, I call don't call them correctly. They add more. If it's short, I'm going to call it or email them and tell them. I, you know, it's funny because I normally just share. He'll, he Jane will email me the stats. And then I have all their emails saved, newspapers, and I just copy and paste them and send them as soon as I get them so I ain't got to worry about it. So, I don't know. I, I guess they was actually at that game <laughs> and did their own stats and uh, added a few yards for us, I guess. I don't know. They may want to take a shot at playing you. I don't, I don't know.
2: Man, you won't believe how many times I added and added and added trying to figure out how they come up with that number, and I still can't come up with that number.
0: hey <laughs> oh, he called me and sent it. It was telling me what was on his short sheet.
2: Like, I figure it out. I
0: had no clue. I didn't, I didn't even figure it. I think it was right.
1: uh, Brody Smith's number of passing yards was what was wrong. I yeah, think. it was. And I think they was counting. We did a reverse pass, and I, I don't know. I think they was counting one of them reverse passes as a sawyer threw it, not Brody. Uh, I don't know. That may have been in there. I didn't okay. ask. I just yeah. let it run. Just let it roll.
0: They're more than Cheney. That's good. So Cheney, i always told Howie if a kid gets with nine hundred and ninety yards, find ten yards somewhere. Get him a time before the year is over with. So
2: well, Coach, that's the thing. I was trying my best to find Brody those extra yards to make it right on were. my end, but I still couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, after two big muscle wins like that,
0: don't get any easier. He's limestone. I mean. Boy, when you look at that schedule early in the year, you were up. Like, Gerald didn't East Limestone. I'm going to make sure I break this up next year. But And I think you played at the spot, too, after those two big wins.
1: Big win at East Limestone in a game that we fought from behind and then actually took control of at the fourth quarter um, after being inside the five and late in the third quarter not scoring. Um, you know, we – it was probably the worst our defensive front has played. You know, we were without 23, Preston Darwin, who started for us at outside backer most of the year. We were without him. And then Sawyer Hughes, our best, you know, senior wide out. He goes out, you know, I think second offensive play, maybe the first, with a concussion. So we're without two of our leaders, two of our dudes on defense. And we wasn't still don't give them an excuse not to be lined up right on defense. We were – we weren't bumping when we were supposed to bump um to the formation that was given us and they was taking advantage of it. Um, when we finally got some of that fixed, we was able to second half. I don't think they scored second half. Um after after we were able to get some things fixed at halftime and adjust up front on O line at halftime. But we <laughs> I promise you we did not play very pretty the first half and the second half kind of changed. You know, even though we wasn't playing and executing the correct way, our guys were still playing hard. Right. And if it wasn't for that, we'd have been probably in a little, you know, bigger hole we probably wouldn't have been able to climb out of. But they continued to play hard. And we was able to get some things fixed at halftime and and come out and really control the football game from about, I'd say, towards the end of the third quarter. uh, We was able to.
0: Going on the road like that after two emotional wins, is that super tough on kids?
1: It – it was just about reeling them back in, just going back to work on Monday and Tuesday, you know, and, and trying to get better and preparing for East limestone. And I, I don't know the answer to to getting them to put things behind them. All I can tell them is you got to treat it like we do. Bad plays, it's behind you. You've Got to move on. It's a great win. Enjoy it through Sunday, and and understand you got to put it behind you and move on because at the end of the day, East limestone don't give a rip that you beat playing me, you know and and vice versa, the next team don't care who you beat. Uh, they're just worried about beating you on Friday night. So, but our guys kind of reeled it in and, and played really hard the second half but, and, and executed better. We just won the first half. Or I thought we could have uh, could have been a little better situation. They played a lot of man coverage, and it did not help when, when Sawyer went out. But Zach Anderson stepped up big for us that night. I think he received for, shoot, I think it's lost 200. Uh, but uh, he had a big night. And just like that, just different guys stepping up on Friday night and coming through. That's what good teams are are about. It ain't about one person. It's about the team and and who's going to step up each and every Friday. You had a big goal line.
2: I'm sorry, Randy, but he had a big goal line stand right there, I think, right at the start of the fourth quarter and got the ball back at the one-yard line. And you basically told your team, let's win it right now. And you went 99 yards, if I ain't mistaken, for a touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown. 99, uh, yep. Yep, and, uh, you know, that was key because it it deflated them. It deflated East Limestone. They was done after that.
1: Yep, and I think we – going back to we're having – I think there was a penalty when we scored, I believe, and uh, our special teams problems we already had. We decided we was on onside kick it. (laughs) So we onside kicked it and got it, and then we was able to go up two scores, which really kind of put the game – more in our hands it made them start throwing the football more and uh and they wanted to run it and that kind of helped us but uh, like you said it's just that 99 yard drives is what i want sylvania football to be about um uh, backs against the wall uh, let's make something happen uh, that's what we want you know we don't want it to be easy we want to fight our way out of something we want to be known as a team that doesn't matter the situation. Doesn't matter what's going on around us because of how we work and how we practice and how we prepare and how we focus on all the small things. It doesn't matter what's taking place. We're just gonna fight. And, and may the best man win. If we lose, given everything we got, well, we can we can walk out of the locker room with our heads held high. But we ain't given everything we got, and, and you deserve to hurt.
0: <laughs> Coach, um, and, and Howie, this is uh, I've got to plug in the power here. Uh, this is a question, uh, I, like I said, we, we talk after every game, Coach, and the one thing that Howie expressed to me, and I think taking stats, was the that first half was super frustrating uh, for you as a coach and, and the kids. When you get into, what's your process when you get into halftime? If you know the kids haven't played their best ball, are you a, a raw guy, or you a kick the chalkboard guy, or is it different according to where you're at and and, and what you need to get there? Well,
1: there's only one time I really got real uh frustrated at that time, and that was North sand But that's a later thing. But uh, East Limestone, like I said, I wasn't. It was more about splitting up. When I go in, I say a little something to them, and then we split up, and we gotta meet. Um, and it was more about getting the meetings as quickly as we could get the meetings right. after meeting with the coaches because we needed to fix stuff. We, it wasn't necessarily all about what the players was doing. We as coaches need to fix some things, and um, so we was able to meet with them, fix some things, and come out and execute uh, way better uh, the second half. And I think that's contribute to their assistant coaches. They did a really good job on Friday night and throughout the week of putting mm-hmm. a game plan in and then adjusting on the fly because if. You know, football is about adjustments, and that's something I love about being an offense coordinator. It's they're going to adjust to stop something, and you need to, you know, checkmate, so to to speak. You need to make your move and then make them change. So it's about, you know, adjustments, and that's something I love about the game, and that's something that I try to focus on at halftime. Now, if you're not giving effort, um, I'll let them know about it at halftime if I don't think we're giving everything we got.
0: All right, Coach, then we're going to talk about week 10 now. Return home for you. and uh, We played them at Sylvania. At Sylvania, but still yet. It is. What was the emotions for you like that week?
1: I just want to win. I just, you know, uh, get better, get ready for the playoffs. You know, focus on us. We had some guys banged up a little bit that rested Monday and, a little bit on Tuesday, but it was about just getting better at us and continue to take a step forward. We're playing a spread team, which is going to help us um, going into the playoffs. Uh, didn't know it was going to be helping us playing Piedmont. Didn't know it was playing Piedmont, but I didn't know we was going to play some spread teams in the playoffs, and this is going to be a good look for us. So we had been a few games without playing the spread look. So um, I thought it was a good schedule for, for us having North Summit come to us. Northside Mountain's was really good up front, and I knew that coming in. And I tried to stress that to the guys: don't look at their their record. Uh, they're a really good football team up front. Bearden can catch the football. Uh, Keller's throwing the ball well, uh, we can't take them lightly. We got to be ready to play a game of football, or we're gonna miss 'em. And you could give them a game. And, um, so it didn't start out real well, Randall, but <laughs> we fixed it. I think at halftime. Kind of come out second half a lot better. Uh, first half, you know, I, at halftime, that was one of them I got on a little bit because I didn't think they were they were ready to play. I think they was looking, looking ahead to the next game as much as it was, just not playing hard. I think they was just looking ahead and getting ready for the playoffs, coming off three big wins, um, and then them just kind of record-watching and, and not listening to Coach Van. Um, that's, that's interesting to hear you say
0: that because not a lot of coaches – Will admit that sometimes, but you have started the season two and two. At this point you've won five straight. Uh you know me, if I win five straight at Madden, I'll start talking over the talking over the T V set. seventeen year old, sixteen year old won five straight, beat three really good football teams. He can away from you a little bit in the locker room, can't it?
1: He can't. It's, it's about them just understanding it what got you to win them three games because what got you to win those three games, you ignoring What got you there will get you back losing football games just as fast as you got to win them. Um, so it was about just them needing to focus on what was at hand. And, and I think it was them looking ahead to the playoffs more so, but um, there's a couple of things there that kind of weighed on weighed on the first half of North Sand Mountain. And I'm not taking away from North Sand. North Sand come in with a good game plan, um, you know, and, and coach, man, I, I normally practice odd and even every week during inside. I'll switch it up because you never know what you're going to get. Well, I saw odd on film for North Sand. That's about all I saw. And then we get in the game and they're stinking even, uh, which is what we, which we've which we seen that, but uh, I ain't going to get into the all the. But, anyways. We needed to practice more. <laughs> that was my, that was Coach Van's fault that we didn't practice that front more that week, and, and I didn't have them prepared the right way. Um, and, and so I made sure that no not happen. But uh, our guys answered the bell in the second half, played hard. You know, Preston again made some big runs, twenty-six made some big ones, and up front just did a better job of, of answering North Sand up front. I don't think our guys really thought North Sand was going to be as physical as they were up front. I think that was that was a little shot to them, but they the bell they so
2: yeah. to attest to i'm sorry Andy, but to attest to uh, the halftime speech there i usually run in at halftime give him the stats that he needs and get out and watch the uh, jenny in the band real quick but uh this time i had to interrupt his speech to give him the uh numbers because usually like he says he gives a quick little you know here here's what we need to do and all this and then he get, turns it over to the assistant's uh that one there he took up majority of the halftime giving his own speech and that's that's unusual for the out of the first eight games that i saw this year and uh, i could tell that he you know he wasn't happy about that so uh when he says he gave you know kind of got on to him he he really wrote him and you could tell a difference in the second half it was like a whole different team that came out got to do it sometimes i guess
1: yep sometimes i I wish we didn't have to (laughs) but that's that's part of it they uh you know, that's, that's the reason I love this team. I uh, love that group of seniors going to mess them. Um, but we just got to continue that same. We're trying to build a culture here that breeds success. And, and to do that, you have to do that year in, year out, day in, day out, like we do in the weight room right now. Um, if you ain't giving everything you got tomorrow in December, uh, then why you don't give everything you got in August? Like you're in the off season right now. This is where we win football games. And, uh, you know, our motto is, you know, we're trying to go from good to great this year. So that's one of our mottos. And to do that, you have to – don't miss a rail. Be great every day. Uh, get better. Speed training days get better. Get better, no matter the day. And, and our guys will do that. We're excited. All right, Coach.
0: It's, it's time for you to get a shortcoming. Now, I have a math degree from the University of Tennessee. Everybody down in Alabama can feel sorry for me now. There's two things I can never be in life a nuclear scientist, or the guy that figures out Alabama State High School football tiebreakers? Because I've read the book about eight times to try to figure out how you play on but it kind of finishes in a three-way tie, but the way it goes, you end up with... How did that work out, Coach? Because I, I read the Gadsden Times article about tiebreakers, and I didn't know any more than when I started so... You explain. You, you
1: you know any better than I do? They had a three-way tie over there, and Saks had beat uh, – Saks beat Piedmont. Piedmont. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh, Hatchie beat Piedmont. Piedmont beat Sachs. I think it, they all beat each other. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Sacks beat Ohachie. So all three of them beat each other. But Saks uh, had the – they ended up with the most wins – as far as non region wins because they got our win they beat us so they got eight wins from us they beat Geraldine they got what Geraldine had seven, maybe. seven yeah anyways and then the other non-region they beat they got some from them but all of them wins added up with them in first place in that region And then you had Piedmont Ohatchee which then went head to head Ohatchee beat Piedmont so Ohatchee oh, got two C. <laughs> Piedmont fell to that three C Obviously, was not a three seed as they went on to win the state championship. But you know, I'm, I saw Coach Smith down there, a really good guy, uh, at the playoff meeting. He said, I'm gonna be honest with you, Coach. I had not traveled since I've been at Piedmont the first round. I said, well, that's that's about par for the course for Coach Man. But <laughs> we uh, uh, our kids played hard. They're a good football team. So. Piedmont is a good football team, and Coach. Uh,
0: Dude, going into that week, it 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 was. It, it, uh, you opened up with the state champion. There is no if, ands, or but. You had the toughest test in the state of Alabama week one. How did the kids respond to playing Piedmont? Do you think they uh, they welcomed the challenge?
1: They were excited, uh, really. They they wanted the opportunity. We, we knew it was going to have to play them you know, at some point. Might as well play them now. Um, and they prepared the right way. We had a really good week of practice. Probably one of the better weeks we've had. And uh, we just – we didn't make enough plays. Uh, they did a little bit, you know, they did some things different on the back end than we thought they was going to do. We adjusted. But um, at the end of the day, they, they won up front. Uh, we didn't. And, and that's part of it. You're going to lose games. Uh, but I thought our guys executed pretty well. We, we just got to get stronger. Uh, that was one of the biggest things. I thought we was outmatched a little bit um, strength-wise. But we just got to continue to get stronger, get better. Uh, with their first steps, with their hand placements, like I always talk about, small things. But, uh, that's a tough round one matchup, but at the end of the day, I think it's gonna make us better because it's gonna be a driving force for us throughout this off season. We that locker room was hurt, uh, not only the seniors but freshmen up, and uh, they don't want to feel that way again. You know, so we're we're trying to we're on the road to Auburn as we talk about every week we're on the road state championships in Auburn next year. That's our road, so. Um, every day is about getting there. Every day is about winning the region championship. We played Piedmont this this year, week two. So, um, yeah, we're we're excited about the opportunity. Uh, so, just about getting better. We get. It's like I told them. We lost, I think, about like 20 points. We got to get 21 points better this year. Okay. Uh, get 21 points better. Let's get 21 points better and, and see where we end up. And uh, I'm excited about the future of this program. And I'm excited about next year's.
0: How you got uh got any thoughts for, for just overall season?
2: Yeah, as far as the Piedmont game, real quick, it seemed like they had the biggest offensive line you went against all season long. And that, that was a huge difference.
1: Yes. they they you know, they were better up front in person than I thought than I thought they were gonna be. Uh but they played some really good teams, you know. They played Alexandria, they played Jacksonville, they played uh who else they opened the year with they got all the fans. they played some really good football teams throughout the year, including Sags, Ohatchee, an entire reason, region. So uh, when you get film, they're playing against really good football teams. And so they got to see good football teams week in, week out, um, and, and that's something we're going to be able to see the next two years is good football teams week in, week out. And I think it will make us a better football team in the playoffs in the future So.
0: Coach, uh, we said 45 minutes. We're there, but I do want to ask you a couple of questions. uh, If you got just a second, do you take, how long of a break do you take before you start planning spring? Are you in spring planning mode already, right now, today?
1: We're in planning mode right now. (laughs) We are, uh, we, uh, like, as soon as the season was over, I gave them a week off and then we started back that. The next week they're weightlifting, and I went ahead and made a schedule all the way through Christmas, and then then I'm working on the schedule the rest of the way through through spring and the summer. But and then we're coaches meeting. We're we we're about to start coaches meeting every Wednesday evening, uh, Wednesday night late up to church. So we're, we're just trying to get better. Everybody as a staff, you know, we're gonna meet offense, we'll meet defense, we'll meet special teams, different every week, and we're just gonna talk about. We're gonna start from square one, uh, you know, from on this base as you can get and just expand. So every coach in an office is getting better. We're making each other better. We're talking about how we need to improve in every aspect of the football every aspect of football. And like I told you earlier, if you're not getting better, if you're not trying to get better, uh, I think you need to get out of business myself.
0: That's awesome, coach. Coaches, coaches,
1: coach. I mean, that's how you get better when you got
0: you got good people around you that can press you too. Right. Uh, that, that's great that
2: y'all are doing that.
0: Howie, uh, any questions heading for the spring and for next year from you?
2: Yeah, uh, I haven't seen a schedule yet. Have you got it finalized yet? The uh, You know, not necessarily dates, but kind of when you're going to take place with some of these teams?
1: Yeah, it's finalized. I'm, there's only one question, Mark, I'm trying to get figured out. But uh, as far as non-region games, I think I've got it straight. We're going to play them. I just don't know where yet. I really don't want it to be here. Uh, and have six home games this year, and I don't want it to be – I want to go on the road to play them, and that's Pisgah. So, we're we're trying to work some things out there, and I think we're we'll going to end up working that out, play them week five. That's right, Kanye. <laughs> Pisgah and Kanye. So, uh, anyways, we're opening with sacks, Like I said, then we're going to have Piedmont, Ohachi, Geraldine, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, start the year. Then we'll have Pisgah. And then we'll end it with Winco, Plainview, Hopes, Buff, Westbrook, and then we're we'll gonna play five to end it out in non-region. But, um, oh, cool. you don't mind you, that.
0: you're gonna test yourself there, aren't you?
1: Test yourself. I I told somebody the other day if you just go off last year's uh, resumes, uh, I don't know if you can find a one through four a team. It's got a tougher schedule, in, uh, top to bottom, including non-region. I mean, you got Stacks won a region championship, Pils won a region championship, five won a region championship, Piedmont won a state championship. Oh, Hatchie made the quarters. Geraldine, you know, was Geraldine. They're a good football team. Uh, so let's go, right? Let's, let's go. go. Let's, let's go. go. Coach,
0: uh, last question from my side, how are you going go anything you're doing this spring for fundraising? Or are we waiting on fast fast next year? Or do you have anything we're going to do during the
1: spring? Well, we got a, uh, we're got we trying to get a fishing tournament together, which will take place, uh, I think, in April at some point. Sometime in April, we're trying to get that together, and then we'll be, we'll be rolling into Shrimp Bowl and Wing Fest later in the year, and we'll have, we're actually doing a $10,000 drawing here coming up, so if y'all wanna buy a ticket, they're only a hundred bucks a pop. Uh, if you want a chance to win $10,000, y'all just let me know. We don't actually have that at Bruna Vista in February, so we don't start selling them here, start of January, selling them tickets. So we don't do it all at Bruna, uh, not Lemon Lemons. I'm sorry, not Bruna Vista. That's, Scottsboro, Lamon's uh in Henniger, so that's where we're gonna do it at. So you're welcome to buy one and, and get it out there that we're selling. We'll take your hundred bucks right now for your chance to win ten thousand. We're gonna hand out more than ten thousand dollars. Uh I think we're gonna hand out more close to fifteen thousand counting, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth place. And we're gonna have some door prizes if you show up there to eat and um we will have a whole bunch going on that night. It should be a fun night.
0: Coach, make sure to get get me the advertising through Howie so I can run it on all shows on the network. You'll take chad nigger money just as easy as anybody else's. So. I'll take
1: Tennessee money. Right? Yeah. Not volunteer money.
0: It'll bounce. Be careful. It'll jump yeah. into a McDonald's
1: bag on you if you don't watch it. <laughs> oh, no. He'll be careful. Be careful when say that.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna tell Blake Pruitt you said that.
0: Oh, don't tell, don't tell him. I got I got to see I got just, to see Coach Pruitt the second week of next year with Marion County. So I'll get in trouble for that one for sure.
1: That'd be good though. How's is uh that's Dell Pruitt, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we start every year back to back South Pittsburgh and Marion County, so we get to, we get to, we get to find out where we're at real fast. So uh, that's a good way. They're most that's a good way uh, 20 miles apart from right us too that's right so a lot of fun uh we will be uh, we'll be involved and i'm sure we'll follow it up next year we definitely will do more of these coaching shows but uh maybe maybe we'll have something for wings fast too but thank you for the time you didn't ask no crazy questions
2: have you got one before we leave no, nah, man, you know, the, the only thing I got to say is the coach uh Coach Van has got a lot of support at Sylvania. Everybody seems to like him. He's got the support. He's got the uh uh you know, something you don't see very often. He is if I mistaken, he's helping with the basketball with Coach King and Coach King helped him with football this year. You don't see very many schools where the football and basketball coaches actually help each other like they have. And, you know, my my hats off to y'all being able to work together like that. It means a lot, not just to the community, but to the kids too. Seeing that y'all are not against each other.
1: Right. Yeah. We we uh at Sylvania, especially, you know how it is. We got to share athletes. If you want to be good at every sport, which we want to be. You have to be able to share athletes and understand that they got to. We want them to play all three sports. We want them to play football, basketball, baseball, or any sport they want to play. So um that's big and knowing coach king growing up playing against him that also helps in the fact of of us working together and you know the biggest thing is about them boys staying in the weight room even through basketball and he does a good job of keeping them in the weight room which is a big deal to me as a football coach because I, I believe you need the weight room in every sport i, I think in season works just as important as off season work and they're staying in there again in the season which is important to me and i'm glad he's here i'm glad he's doing a good job with them and Getting better every week. I had an opportunity to beat the section the night, and, and they're getting better and better. So, I'm excited about what he's doing with the basketball program. And, like you were talking about, the community I love this community. I, you know, I enjoy being here and my wife both. And, hope we continue to win so everybody still enjoys us being here. Just, <laughs> we, we, uh, it's like I tell everybody if we, if we lose a game, it ain't a lack of effort and it ain't a lack of. Of us doing everything we can to win the football game, and I think that's every coaches uh, would say that. You know, we give everything we got. We're we going to continue to do so, and even in this region, you know, we just got to keep getting better. And we're excited. The players are excited. You know, you think when they saw the region, they'd be a little bit, oh no. But uh, all they've had to say is good things. They're ready to go. They're ready to get to work. So it makes me even more pumped, and ready for it.
0: So you're off the cycle of Tennessee. You just got redistricted region. And, uh, it, it, it is a monster region. Now. So uh, were you surprised or any shots in there to you?
1: I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, at the region we got, I had, uh, it actually already started a group message with the region we thought we was going to get, and this was completely, uh, opposite of what we thought was going to happen. But, um, it's a it's a tough schedule it's going to make us better and i think it's going to make us a better football program it, um
0: it's a you, natural levels there that's in your region
1: yes yeah we're still keeping that geraldine plainview and we added the eagle wits on there the eaglets the eagles week five and oh hey that'll be a fun one and hopefully we go over there they're going to be a good football team they'll be a well coached football team and we should both make a lot of money uh, doing it. You know, they've, they've been looking for this group coming up for a while, and, uh, you know, they, they're they excited to play us. I'm sure they know they it'll be good. And, uh, you know, I still don't like Pisgah. I like I like some of the coaches at Pisgah. They'll do a really good job. I
0: I I think no matter who's quality plays that week, I'm going to have a stomach virus because I think I'm going to have to go to Alabama to get it. And go up there because they mess around and beat
1: us. I'll be on I'll be I yeah, really punch it on the they're a good football team. I mean, seriously, they, I, I think that's one of the, the the games you look at their schedule and go, man, we, we, we should win that one. But they're a really good football team. Uh, no joke. They're going to be good. They won a region last year, and uh, they do a really good job coaching them, and they got some athletes, and they got a kid that can throw to them. And so. there's, not, there's
0: not a game you can really look at on that schedule and go, we win this one, this one, this one. Oh, one through ten, football team. One through ten,
1: you better be ready to play football, and you better be—you know—it's gonna be a physical game, and, and we're excited about it. Um, so, I'm excited. It's just tough. To eat. It's big to stay healthy throughout that stretch, and um, but same for them. It's like I told Coach Clark the other day. Queen um, Dolan's got it tough. Everybody in the region's got it tough. Everybody's got to play everybody. So, How do you?
0: So. And I'm sure we'll get together before WingFest and the preview show together. We'll be at WingFest. And I heard shrimp bull. So a fat guy's ear perked up when I heard WingFest and shrimp bull. I may stay for a couple of days and eat leftovers. You never know.
1: Yeah, we have that shrimp bull. It normally happens around June. Um, So we we do that at a lunchroom. People can come see it and kind of talk. Congregate, so we're gonna get that going, going again. Well, I
0: can, I can, I know one fat boy will see you. That's me. So, uh, we appreciate Coach Van, Howie Chaney. Again, Coach, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get together in spring. Are you having a spring football game?
1: Uh, as of right now, no. We're playing a pre-week zero jamboree right now. I think I've got North Jackson and Section locked in to come into Savannah. I'm oh, working. Nice. on yeah, I got one more possible. Uh, coming to uh Sylvania that's pre week zero Jamboree. So we don't my plan is to play Jamboree, take week zero off and get ready for Sax and, and Les Rose. So we're gonna probably end up playing North Jackson and somebody else that Jamboree. Great. So uh, get ready for the season. So I uh, we're gonna I think we, as of right now we're not gonna do a spring. I may change my mind in January, but as of about this second, uh, we're gonna take spring off and we're gonna Gonna do some things without helmets but uh, we ain't going to strap it up or anything I know what we got and it's just about getting better I'll be honest with you we don't retain a lot <laughs> from from March or whenever we go through spring May there to, to August uh, there'll be a lot of reteaching there so we're just gonna work on us get better with what we need to get better at and uh, get ready because we're gonna start a week early I like starting a week early some don't some do I guess it's preference but. I enjoy getting that week head start on everybody uh, getting to practice and getting ready to roll sounds well, great coach oh you got any final words?
2: no you know to to quote rick flair to be the man you have to beat the man and it seemed like week two you got a chance to do that
1: right off the bat yeah that's what we're working towards we got it. we have that opportunity to set ourselves up for being the team to beat in the region right off the bat and uh, that's our goal. That's what we're going to try to do uh, against a real good, you know, well-coached football team, Coach Smith's a really good football coach. I uh, awesome. think a lot about what he's done down there at Piedmont. There ain't a lot that do it better than he does. So, I have the opportunity to coach against him again for the second time uh, is is awesome. And hopefully we just come out on the other side of it. This time, so. uh,
0: any uniform change, or is this a year's for image or uh, uniform?
1: We're new, we're new home and away, brand-new jerseys, brand-new pants. We're going all Adidas. We actually signed an Adidas contract the other day. So No, uh, I love we're, Adidas. We're going all Adidas. Um, new stuff's coming, new paint color on the helmet. We're going back old school. We're going green with Vegas gold horns painted back on them because um, when I think Savannah, that's what I think of. So
0: uh, I, I love it. I love Adidas, particularly
1: with Adidas school,
0: so about three years ago. And I still think that the nicest looking uniform in college football and
1: high school football are Adidas uniforms. So, yeah, we're, I'm, we're kids are excited about it. I'm excited. So, look good. You play good. So, we got to make sure we look good.
2: Coach, just make sure those away jerseys are the numbers are able for an old fat guy to be able to read them from across the field because it was kind of hard to see who was doing what this past year. Well, they'll be shiny
1: numbers, I promise you. You know,
2: the stats, stats may look a little bit better this year than if he can see them. You, you, may, you may want to upgrade that. Scouting. I get them times
1: journal stats, you know what I'm saying? We may, there you go. Uh, and then next year, I think we may add a alternate in. Uh, I like that Onyx Gray, but I don't like that. That's
0: nice. I don't think
1: Black would go over too well in Sylvania, Alabama, but uh, the Onyx Gray will look good. They don't. I mentioned getting black uniforms this past year, and I kind of got shot down by some people. I don't, we don't. I said, All right, we'll get honest gray one day, there." We have got to
0: keep changing colors in hospital so we can sell different jerseys. We got to raise. We're paying about five buyouts right now, so we we got to raise we got to raise money to pay off the buyouts. Bro. I
1: like the coach I've got now. He does good job on offense. I like what he does. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I meant to ask you that. We'll we'll get into that one day. But Hopple is definitely uh same, same little little different swing for different size of the kids, but he's fast and spreads them out everywhere. That's their first hero.
1: He does. That's fun to watch
0: this year. Yep. All right, guys, for Howie Chain, the coach fan this has been, I'm gonna give it a name, the Sylvania Ram Football Report. And we're gonna be back again sometime this spring. So stay looking for us.